0: 18 to a full 60 early leads to buzzer beaters it all starts by getting on the board hello and welcome to episode three of on the board podcast my name is colby mckee across from me jesse christensen hello hello and across from him lance Dahl. i heard the raptors one is that true (laughs) Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this 2019 NBA champions the Toronto Raptors heard that's a thing crack a beer crack a cold yeah. one there for yeah. sure that is ah, that's worth a beer that water. is amazing a, Um, one, uh, yeah <laughs> canned water <laughs> mm. can old box old water yeah the, uh, the <laughs> budget the budget this week has
1: stayed the same we can yep, say that right? yeah we are steady with the Molsons if they're great. listening feel free
2: how amazing is it that we live in a lifetime where we get to say the Toronto Raptors our NBA champions. Coming to Canada. Doesn't feel real. Honestly, it doesn't feel it doesn't. real. It doesn't. No. It really doesn't.
0: Even watching the parade today didn't feel real. It's kind of crazy. Two to three million people down there today. I believe it. It sure as heck looked like it. Can yeah, we it also say it was crazy. the
2: longest parade in the history of
0: parades? Oh my God. Well, when you have that many people and you didn't have enough barricades, yeah, it's going to be long. Did you hear that the walking time but for that four kilometer stretch was about 57 minutes yeah. on Google? Yeah. It's took five and a half hours. Yeah.
2: Like, of course the, all the players are going to be drunk. <laughs> like it was like a six-hour drive to get to the podium. Did you See, Marcus saw. Oh yeah, he I, was I like mean, the ultimate. They were all ripped. Yeah, all of those Raptors, and I even think some of the the announcers were yeah. ripped. Oh, Maddie Devlin on the call. Maddie Devlin. <laughs> I don't know what he was talking about half the time. Oh, yeah. he was like that that uncle at the family reunion who's trying to be hip. True, but he's not. Yeah, like hey, what's shaking? He was dapping up everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: He was, he was right to go. What a man. Uh, Thursday was the grand finale of the NBA season. They took down the Golden State Warriors, a injury-prone Golden State Warriors. I'm not sure how much of the game we want to get into, but Durant mm. goes down, Klay Thompson goes down with the ACL. Uh, people are throwing an asterisk on it. I assure as hell I'm not throwing an asterisk on it. That oh. was a complete team effort through and through for the Raptors. The only ones that are putting an asterisk
1: on it are the ones that Like the the people in the States, and everyone gets mad at the American media, but you have to remember like the American media, their main client base is Americans. Yeah, they don't care about us. No. No. And that's probably how it should be, because if they cared about us, then they'd be Canadian media. So like, (laughs) just shut up and get over it. Stop tweeting at Skip Bayless.
2: If you're silver in the NBA and you see that reaction that that parade got today, you should be grinning from ear to ear. They should, I know. Because that was huge for the NBA.
0: Now, there's talk about them getting a potential Christmas Day game next year. A lot of people don't think it's going to happen because, like you said, Lance, the American ratings, they don't give a crap about Canada. It'll but depend on China. Maybe. i just going to put that out okay.
1: there. If, if China buys in, because they're so global, that if there's enough converted Raptor fans that are living overseas now that want to
0: see the Raptors, then they'll play, but... Because I don't think they've had a Christmas Day game since 2000, 2001 against the Knicks. It's been a long, long time. I don't know. But if they get a Christmas Day game, it
1: if it's not at home, I don't care. Yeah. I,
2: I mean, I, I think the ratings did pretty well in Canada. I, I don't know why you wouldn't do it. I think every Christmas Day game should be a rematch of the NBA final. The,
0: the champion should be in mm. there. I agree with that.
2: Like 100% it should be a rematch. I know a lot yeah. of other sports, they do kind of like a rematch the first game or you know, there's that one weekend where you know people are going to be watching. Mm-hmm. You know in the NBA Christmas Day people are going to be watching. Why are we not having Golden State and Toronto in Toronto and have a rematch? Yeah,
0: because the state's going to want... The Warriors versus Lakers next year, again Steph Curry and LeBron. Well, you could put two games. You could put <laughs> the Lakers against someone else on Christmas Day, though. Yeah, yeah put the Lakers against. Why why cares? Why
2: do you, Why do you only have to have one
0: game on Christmas Day? But there's not. There's five. But what I'm saying oh, is the matchup. There's
2: five match-ups. games on Christmas
0: Day. There's yeah. five games. Have you not been paying attention? There's
2: five. I'm doing do stuff with my family. It's Christmas. That's true. That's true.
0: Um, yeah, no, they goes, it goes all day, five games. But yeah, so Warriors, they probably want to schedule that against the Lakers, is my guess. You always get your Thunder versus Rockets, and your Clippers are in there in the late game. It usually gets like Portland or one of the West Coast teams. But, well, that's exciting. Yeah. And the Knicks always start the 10 o'clock, or that's I guess. Yeah, also, 10 o'clock. very yeah. People exciting. love to watch the Knicks. That's what I'm saying. So anyways, uh, so yeah, there's talk about a Christmas Day game hopefully the Raptors get it because that would be hell of, I hope so that'd be kind of really fun to Speaking to of do.
2: the Knicks if you're the Knicks and you're legit going after Kevin Durant in the offseason you got to put some meat on that kid's bones Have you seen that guy's legs <laughs> like they're just like no wonder they snapped yeah. they're like they're just chicken legs there's like no muscle on those legs I can't talk
0: shit about a guy that good <laughs> well I don't think he's good but I mean I think you're the only one who goes leg days at the gym so. well I'm just
2: saying that, <laughs> yeah, you make that much sure. money how are you not doing legs at the gym
0: because he's a he's a beanpole. He's a he's a yeah, he's a beanpole. Look he's a what seven happened. Seven foot guy. His, can shoot the the year, out.
2: his Achilles boom
0: Pop. ruptures. Yeah, right on uh, instant replay. So that's kind of we had a but. few
2: pizzas, a <laughs> few beers. True. Put True. a little meat
0: on those legs. Kawhi Leonard is he the best player in the game right now? Kind of uh, hindsight twenty twenty. Recency did, recency bias bias would say yes. What he did was absolutely incredible.
2: A- unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. He took that team, put it on its back, and won a championship. And even
0: though games five and six weren't his greatest performance, the team around him really stepped up. Whether it was Siakam, whether it was Lowry, Gasol had a few moments. Danny Green. Danny Green
2: defensively, I thought, did really well. But his offense was piss poor. Yeah. For some games. For some. I mean, he there's some one, where he threw it up in a win. I think you're like hating too much
1: on Danny Green. I yeah. think a lot of people are, and I don't get it. He like, kinda... what did you expect Danny Green to fucking do when he got here? He took Like, a... did you think he was going <laughs> to go seven for seven
0: a day from three? No, but I expected him to have more than one good game in the entire playoffs. He, he had one in the matter. He, his
2: defense. he played great defense, and then the occasional game, he was shooting threes. Yeah. And if you're Nick Nurse, you're like, oh, well, that's just an added bonus.
1: 100%. I, I don't understand the people that rip Danny Green. No. I won't understand.
0: Well, hopefully he comes back and redeems himself next year. Mm, I don't know if he's going to come back.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know if he's coming back. He
0: loves it here. He's made it well-known. Yeah, but do they want him back? Why wouldn't they want him back? Well, I think their
2: main focus right now is going to be on Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely. And I don't know if Danny Green's going to want to be that patient to wait because there's other teams that are probably going to look at Danny Green and be like, you know, you stood out for me in those finals. Why don't you come back To my team, why don't you come back to the West? Why don't you, you know? I think Danny Green's going to get a lot of interest. Okay,
1: Uh, as much as I said that I don't like people ripping on Danny Green, no one's lining up to sign him. Like no one's beating down Danny Green's door. Well, I'm
2: not saying they're beating down his doors, but I mean, in the meantime, while they're sitting there talking to Kawhi Leonard, I think there will be a team like a a Brooklyn or maybe even a Knicks that would say, you, we could use Danny Green. Our team's is horrible. We got some room for Danny Green. Oh, a lot of teams are going to say that, but he's not going to sign him before I'm Kawhi gonna, decides. I'm not going to say he's going to be the number one free agent out the door. I think wherever Kawhi
0: goes might really influence Green. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think he's going to influence that, a lot of people. They're kind perhaps. of a pair package in, in some cases, mm-hmm. potentially. So. Here's the
2: question. What do we think Kawhi Leonard does next?
0: I think he signs a one year and an option with Toronto, and he stays one more year.
2: I, you mm-hmm. know what? I was 100% on board with the max. Like he was going to max out with Toronto. I don't think he's going to wait. He's going to wait on that. I think you're right. And I was talking to my boy Chris Freeze. I got to give him some love. I think that the Raptors will offer him a one or two year deal. Because how, how do you leave after just winning a championship? I don't know how you You leave. stick with it till you're about 30 years old. See where the team goes in the two years you're there. And then after that, you can sign that five year.
0: And part of the, the league mandate, the NBA PA, uh, if you get 10 years of service time, which he will after next year, his max contract extends uh, into millions and millions of more dollars. That's so w- instead of the five year he can sign this year, if he waits one more year, gets the 10 years of service time, his five year max extends and it becomes greater next year. Mm-hmm. So he might be waiting to see, like you said, wait to see how Toronto does. It. Maybe he can go back to another finals this next year. Uh, and then make his movie. if he wants to go back out West, he can do that and still get a five-year or a four-year and a larger amount of money on that next contract.
1: I think the only way that he signs a max deal this offseason is if what happened to KD shakes him enough to the point where he's like, yo, if I do a one-on-one, that could be me. Because let's face it, Leonard has injury history. Yep. He played nine games a season ago. And he knows what he's going to get himself into in Toronto. If he stays there long term, he knows what the medical team's like. You know what he knows what the franchise is like as a whole now, and so that might be the only reason. Like I don't think he's going to do a max deal either. I, I agree with you, Colby, on the one and one. That just seems to make the most sense. But if he has any maybe doubt after seeing what happened to Durant, maybe he does go a max deal with
0: opt outs in like year three, four, and five. And it's crazy to think that any of the teams interested in Durant this year. Uh, are not deterred at all by this oh, injury. They yeah. are willing to sign him to a four-year deal, max contract, and wait that year for him to recover. So, it's superstars like that, they'll wait. Like, Kawhi is in that upper echelon. So, I mean, yeah. I agree he's still one and one but in, in his eyes, he could still have the one and one and if something, knock on wood, nothing happens. But if it does, I think he's still getting his money regardless because he's still a top yeah. three yeah. player right now. But the only difference
1: 100%. is that the teams that are looking for Kevin Durant now that are really in it... Are teams that are desperate oh, and bad, really right? It. Yeah, and so it's like, like you think about it. Yeah, making your money is good, but for a lot of these players in Kawhi, I would assume being one of them, it's about winning as many damn titles as he can. Of course.
2: Like, how long until let, let's say Kevin Durant decides I'm going to the Knicks? How long until that signing becomes a Carmelo Anthony? You know, you you sit at the the Knicks for so long, and year after year after year, they continue to suck. You've just wasted five years of your career because you were greedy and you wanted money in New York.
0: That's exactly what he wanted. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And now he's looking to maybe sign for the veteran minimum, maybe with the Lakers, with all this cap crunching that they have to do after the Anthony Davis trade, which we'll get into. Carmelo is. Yeah, uh, Carmelo, looking for the uh, veteran minimum. Can he just retire?
2: No, because he's greedy. He he's, wants all his money. He yeah. he thinks he's holding on for a championship. He's wrong oh, anyway the too,
1: so that annoys me. I think I, after I today,
2: deal. back to Kawhi, I don't think after seeing, I mean, the whole like sea of people were chanting five more years or stay, and I think that he doesn't really show emotion, but you could tell in some of the photos that... He's a god. Like, let's be honest. That parade could start in Toronto and go down the entire number one highway and go to every city, every province in Canada, and it would get the exact same reaction. They wouldn't even finish the parade by the time the next regular season starts. <laughs> True, yeah. It'd be hell a lot. I we'll... think that he will not want to leave this because I hope not. Anyways, I think that you'll see a one and one. I hope. I, it would be a, and how how butthurt would the Raptors fans get if he did leave and he signed somewhere else? I know there's a lot of people that sit there and go, "Oh, I won't get mad. I'm so thankful for what he did." That's bullshit. We know that when that announcement comes in and it would say Kawhi Leonard just signed a five year deal with the Clippers, people will go to Twitter and just kill him.
0: I really don't think so.
2: I do. I think a very
0: select few will do that. But, but there I, still will be a few. A few. In but any they, case, did
1: you see Uncle Dennis put up the uh, five year sign? Did with he? Kyle Lowry on the on the float today. I saw. Just saying, that's a thing. I that's saw the thing. chance. I saw the chance. Yeah, the like chance your, Kyle the Lowry thing. got in, and then it. he was like, no, they, were we're f- "They were doing year. one more year. So yeah. Lowry's like, "No, no, no, five more years." <laughs> yeah, and then Uncle Dennis got in on it behind him. So I'm just saying, there
0: might be something there. They Woj bombing. Well, also, I mean,
2: I I was watching Fox Sports this morning, and Chris Carter, who him and Kawhi Leonard share a agent. Chris Carter was saying that there are five teams that Kawhi Leonard has said he's going to sit down with. It'll be the Raptors, it will be the Knicks, the Nets, and the Clippers and the Lakers. I don't know why you're sitting down with the Lakers. Because they just want another I big guess. three. But I mean, if, you're, if you already got AD, and if uh, Irving's on his way, and... What do you need? They don't. Okay, you want to get in the
0: Lakers? Yeah, right let's now? get into the Lakers. Okay, so Lakers, they're potentially not even going after Kyrie after this recent acquisition of Anthony Davis. They want to go after Campbell Walker as their point guard. I potential. heard that.
2: And then I did also hear that uh, everyone was like, you know, I've wanted to play with AD for months. So, I mean, I'm in no matter what. Whatever you want to give me, I'll come play for the Lakers.
0: Okay. Well, he's also reportedly very, very close to signing with the Brooklyn Nets oh, come why uh, people go June to the
2: 30th. Nets. Big it, market, I don't know. Is the Nets like the, the U.S. version of the Raptors? Uh, Instead of Drake, you got Jay-Z? <laughs> <laughs> like, is, is maybe Pro, a bit. Is
0: Prokhorov still there? Mikhail Prokhorov, the owner? He was the one who was spending boatloads of money, that Russian money, when he first that bought the like team. sounds like Russian money. Yeah. It's just,
2: I don't get Solid. why everyone goes to the Nets. They haven't been good since Jason Kidd and Richard Jefferson. True. And Vince when, Carter. When
0: they were in New Jersey? Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, as far as Brooklyn Nets go, they've never been
0: good. Is that like a 2003 throwback right there? Uh, Could be. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Uh, Anthony Davis heads from New Orleans to the Lakers in a three-player, three-pick deal. Ugh. A pretty massive haul for New Orleans. Uh, we, I guess we can get into that right away. What do you like about the haul for New Orleans getting back for Davis? Sets up so well. I would
1: really like Sets it, Sets their team up. I, I mean, it's hard to say because... I mean, Lonzo Ball doesn't have 100 e- games yet, even. Ingram's not even at 200. Their, their most productive player from like a win standpoint is Josh Hart, <laughs> which let that soak in I out know. of the three yeah. guys you got. Yep. But, and then three first-round picks. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. With that first-rounder that they have this year, the fourth overall pick, if they're not shopping it
0: right now, they're crazy. Right. Well, the they rumor to. today was going for Bradley Beal. Potentially, of the the Wizards would give Beal for the fourth overall and probably a package of a player, gotta be a player coming back. He's a back two guard, to, right? He is a two guard. Because I mean, they have Drew Holiday there, right? So that's what my thinking is. Maybe they get rid of Drew. I don't know. Or you trade Lonzo and you just get rid of him again. I mean, if you can get rid Lonzo, and then you have I feel Drew like goal. if
1: they got a, a big five, like a top center, that's what they're missing right now. I think yeah, like like Jaleel Okafor could be good. Yeah, he's Drew. young still. Yeah, yeah, but. Like that—that's the only glaring weakness. Because I mean, what you'd have Ball, Holiday, Ingram, and Zion at the four Zion. coming in next yeah. on
0: Thursday. Yeah. And then is AD he can gonna trade kick him. himself for leaving that team. No, no, because he's gonna go for it this year with LeBron. I know, and but let's say in. let's
2: say the Pelicans do better than the Lakers.
0: Mm. Be willing to say that does not happen. Well, I mean, is LeBron gonna play more than sixty games next year? Well, it depends how his Hollywood, Hollywood career hopefully. is. Depends um, how
2: many movies he gets offered. True. So, so I busy a Busy guy. <laughs> Basic yeah. guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Who knows? So do you think it was worth it for the Lakers? This was a trade that was out there prior to the the trade deadline in February. Before the Lakers, was it worth it to give up that haul and finally get your man in, in AD?
2: He gave up a lot for AD though, man. Like those picks could come back to haunt you.
0: They are spread out in a way where it's not because you can't trade picks uh, consecutive seasons, so they're spread out. I think ones in twenty twenty one and ones in twenty twenty four. So for the Lakers' point of view, you still get to draft some players in between the picks that you're giving up in future years. So in that sense, you're not giving up. You're not like a Brooklyn Nets that gave up like all their picks at one time.
2: And but then for one player, like, don't you think that's a lot for just one player? When, he, when he's healthy, he's a top five when talent. When he's though. healthy.
0: Okay. He's had one injury riddled season.
1: The only problem is that, like, the Lakers have been building for so long to get to this point where they were openly just being trash because they wanted to get all these picks. Yep. And now they've punted. Yeah. All of it. All of it. For
0: maybe two or three years. Yeah. Like, LeBron's, what are we looking at? LeBron's the rest of his prime, I guess you could say prime career, is probably two to three years. Is yeah. he still in his prime? He's the latter stages, but he's, he's still a difference he's maker. He's on the back end of the mountain, he's, though. He's on the back nine for sure, but like, he's still a sure, difference maker. He's, well, yeah, sure, but...
2: I think this last year know, with man. the Lakers kind of
0: hurt needs his help. legacy. He needs help, right? And that's what AD. I don't disagree,
1: him. but it's just like... like I, I get now that you have LeBron, you feel like you have to go for it, but you're just at this point where it's like you've been waiting for so long to get here, and now you're literally punting off three of your... Yeah,
2: they're they're not they're prospects. not being patient. No, they're they're just they're going for it right now, and again, it could bite them in the ass even worse than where they were before. I mean, I get that part of it. The window's
1: open now because of the Warriors' injuries, so you you feel like now's the time to go.
0: Yeah, outside but of it, the Rockets, w- I just don't get it. Who's gonna be there in the top of the West? Right uh, to who Portland? knows? Yeah, Portland. If Nurkic comes back, Yep. Um, yeah, so it's very interesting in La La Land. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll talk free agency, obviously, in future episodes. Uh, Kemba's going to be out there. Kyrie, we talked about. Uh, Kawhi, obviously, with the Raptors. It's going to be a very,
2: very fun uh, like, next How do you weeks. leave Toronto if someone gives you a plant? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> a right? co like, He He ain't getting plants anywhere else in the U.S. You don't see any Clipper boys. Tell him I love him. Yeah, you don't know, see any Clipper boys giving him any plants. A Kawhi plant. Uh, the NBA
0: draft Tell is him I love Thursday. Tell <laughs> You're going to tell That's him. That's my favorite line. That's uh, pretty good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Thursday, the NBA draft kicks off. Uh, projected five Canadians in the first round. That's pretty That's unprecedented.
2: That's first time ever, isn't it? Yeah, That's RJ Barrett's most. up
0: there, and you've got uh, Brandon Clark out of Gonzaga. Uh, there's a guy out of Virginia, and a couple in the lower half, or the lower third of the first round. Uh, I guess we've got Zion going one that's pretty unanimous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still feel like R.J. Barrett of Canada could go in the second spot, although there's lots of talk about Ja Morant going number two. Yeah, he's kind of jumped all the way he up to He really two has, now. hasn't he? So all he's through pretend... because of what he did on March Madness, right? Yeah, he was really good. So he might go number two. R.J.'s number three. Uh, and like I said, Brandon Clark's up there. Probably a lottery pick uh, for Canada. Uh, a lot of 3 and D guys, a lot of... Uh, Kind of just specialty needs. And not a lot of star power. That first three is where you might hit on a star, I think.
1: I mean, Jarrett Culver's in there. Yeah, he, I've he can heard score. a lot about him.
0: Darius Garland's
1: up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's some guys. I just, on the Canadian front, looping back to the Knicks. Please, God, don't take R.J. Barrett. I, I will feel so bad if he has to go play he for the Knicks. He can play
2: the bright lights well, of Madison Square Garden. I know. He's projected to go number three know. with the Knicks right now. That'll be really sad. Knicks, I'll be very sad. So the sad. Knicks were planning... They dropped.
0: They were the best odds to get Zion, and then they're going to get his teammate in RJ Barrett. And he gets the second fiddle. Yeah. So true. Do uh, you want guys want to move on to NHL now? There's a couple big things happening today in the world of. There's a lot of stuff to get to today. Yeah, My there's goodness. A lot of
2: stuff in sports, man.
0: We do. Uh, er- Eric Carlson, excuse me. Uh, is not hitting the free agent market. He's signing an eight-year deal worth north of $11 million, $11.5 million. So he will not be a free agent come 11 and and a $11.5 million a year, just to clarify. Yeah. He didn't sign eight years 11 and
1: $11.5 No, a half, $92 that would be hilarious. Million. What, a what a deal dollars. that would be. Could you imagine? I mean, oh. some people might argue that's a good deal considering his injuries. Yeah. Yeah, coming
0: off a groin surgery just a couple weeks ago. That's uh,
1: really good for someone that has to escape both backwards
0: and forwards. Yeah, what do you guys think about this? Are we surprised Awful. by this? I think they wanted to keep kind him and Burns, yeah. I'm kind of surprised. I call surprised? me crazy,
2: but I I almost thought he was hinting
0: at going back to Ottawa. Well, he did say that. I don't know if he was just maybe kind of playing the field at some point. Yeah, sorry. There was no way he was going back there. Why you would don't you think so?
1: Why would you go there? For
0: what? Right now, it's a cesspool. It's hey, Brady, Brady Kachuk, you want
1: to hang out? Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's about all we got. Thomas Shabbat, him and Shabbat again. Sure, Thomas Shabbat. I like Shabbat. I don't. I don't mean to disrespect Thomas Shabbat. He's really good. But yeah, you mentioned M- Montreal in there. Uh, obviously, San Jose was involved uh, prior to this. Any Western teams, uh, Western Conference teams. But it's a whole different style of play in the East and the West. And I don't. I didn't know if him and his lack of physical style and nature was built for the Western Conference obviously he doesn't see a problem in it and he's going to try to build something uh, in San Jose but
2: the only issue I have with that is if you're San Jose what do you do now because you've locked 26.5 million dollars for three defensemen for the next six seasons
0: so Burns, Carlson, and Vlasic? Yeah. That's that's a heavy, yeah. heavy load. And, and they're not a bunch chicken guys. Yeah. I
2: mean, are we assuming that because of this that Thornton's retiring or Thornton's out? What about Joe Pavelski? He's unsigned. Pavelski, yeah, right? Yeah. I saw rumors on Twitter that, you know, maybe they look at shipping Pavelski to Colorado. Oh, wow. Because Colorado would be a great fit for him. Can you imagine him on that potent avalanche lineup? It'd be insane. Even more depth? That's, that'd be like insane. Colorado could use a guy like him big time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot for three defensemen. I mean someone's gotta go, right? Is yeah, Jones has a contract as well, doesn't he? I think so.
0: He was signed. He's signed for quite a while. Yeah, so he's locked up as well. Is that like five and a half, six so, mil somewhere? Uh, right. Yeah, no, that they gotta hope maybe on like a Timo Meyer, some of their young forwards. Uh, yeah, I don't step up. Hurdle signed, yeah. I didn't know as well, but yeah, yeah they, they gotta sign Meyer. They have they have He's, he's an R F A. Oh, I did not so know. So is that.
1: Kevin LeBanc. <sighs> and then I mean you have UFAs for Pavelski, Thornton, Jonas Donskoy. Like those are top nine guys that you're gonna have to figure.
2: That out That is
0: crazy! Wow! Yeah. Like they're they're in trouble. So he's he's now the highest paid defenseman in the league. He's got to be. I think he's. Over old, I think he just went over Dowdy. Dowdy. Yeah. I
2: think Dowdy was 11 mil.
0: Okay. Wow. I can't say I understand. That is pretty crazy. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens in in Sharks Land. But good on them. They got their dude if they wanted him. So yeah, if
1: he gets healthy, he'll be. It'll be a good signing. But I I don't know that he's ever gonna be the player he used to be. Earlier, like you signed him until he's 37. Yeah. He's got groin injuries at yeah. 29. To but isn't that the way
2: San Jose does it? They don't, I don't care know. how old you are. I guess. That's probably true. They like the older guys. Thornton, five year yeah. deal. Thornton, how old are you, 40? Nah, you got another 10 years, didn't
0: you? <laughs> Just sign you for life. Yeah. How about that? Earlier this evening, we did have a trade to announce. I'll be mm-hmm. Mr. Commissioner Bettman. Uh, Jacob Truba is gone. <laughs> you would. From the <laughs> you would. If out of the three of us, you would yeah. be. We commissioner. have a trade to announce. <laughs> You're going to want to hear this. <laughs> too
2: bad we don't have sound effects. We could have booing in the background. Um, not Jake. in
0: the budget. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Truba is gone from Winnipeg Jets. He's heading to New York Rangers for Neil Pionk at a first rounder this year, twentieth overall. So my initial reaction is that Kevin off. he knows that Line a is getting a long term deal and he just could not afford a Truba.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. It's gotta be. Because there's kind of there were inklings of rumors that they were looking at maybe trading. Line a, right just because he wanted a little too much or talk of a bridge deal a two yeah. or three year shorter term yeah. just to kind of bridge it obviously and don't
0: forget they have to sign kyle connor too and kyle connor has got back-to-back 30 goal years so Ooh, that's tough lots that of tough. cap crunch and he's he's a busy guy that shovel day off and, yeah and true but now this was going back a couple of years they had a, their own riffs right and he, he's kind of held off he was in a, a holdout i guess you could say and so they signed that two-year deal at the time, but then the contract's up. And I don't know if there's any bad blood from that. I don't think so. But it's just maybe a case of uh, odd man out on that uh, Jets blue line. I don't know. Truba didn't want to be there. Yeah.
1: You just, Guarantee it. Yeah. Guaranteed it. If he wanted to be there, they would have made something work. Or he wanted yeah, money that they, they, they can offer. Yeah, or I think they would have got something a
2: little bit more for him if he wanted to be there. Because in my opinion, I think Winnipeg kind of got screwed out of that deal. You think so? I
1: really
0: like Pionk. <sighs> Yeah. he's
1: underrated. He's, he's, only, he's underrated. young. He's only 23.
0: He's yeah. like the same age and a first rounder this year for a guy that you probably weren't going to sign. You know, uh, you always got to think about that, too. I don't hate it. No. I know a lot of people I saw on Twitter were ripping it like Rangers. On Twitter do. But when
2: it came to points, wasn't he in the top 20 top? Wasn't he
0: like fantasy defenseman wise? I had him on my roster. Very, very underrated. He's really good. Really good. Truba. No, for
1: fan- oh. Pionk. For fantasy oh. hockey. Fantasy hockey. Well, that's great for fantasy hockey, yeah, like isn't it. it? I'm glad
2: that helps you with oh, fantasy hockey. Did. Yeah, I'm
1: glad Neil <laughs> Pionk is the
2: guy we should target um,
0: for next year. <laughs> Truba, yeah, we'll do, we'll do sleepers next year. Yeah,
1: let's but, target uh,
2: Neil Pionk.
0: Uh, Truba, yeah, he was injured for a little bit of the season, I know that for sure. But, yeah, he's, he's really gifted offensively. That's no doubt about that.
1: The weird thing is that they just don't have a ton of depth on D, like the, the Jets, that is. Coming up. I mean... Looking at it, they have Bolu and Joe Morrow, who are both RFAs with arbitration, so they'll at least be able to save some money there. They got Morris probably signed, yeah, till next year. Next year, Like, through this year, this Big coming off, buff, obviously, bufflin has got a couple years left, but I mean Myers, all their all their defensemen are on like one year deals, which is wild. Myers is a UFA. Okay. So, they got to
0: figure out how much figure they're paying him to. Too.
2: This coming out of ESPN, uh, they mentioned that the Rangers were trying to get Carlson today. Mm-hmm. They were heavy on trying to get Carlson, and nothing came through. So, then they went and they got Trouba instead. Okay. So, as soon as that Carlson deal was announced, mm. they went and made the trade official with Winnipeg. But Rangers are going to
0: be scary good next yeah, year. They're not putting this out there right now. Their
2: objective was to get Carlson this morning. They're
0: getting, as a number 2 pick in this in Friday's draft, uh, they're getting one of Capo Caco or Jack Hughes, probably Caco, who's going to be a great winger for really? them. I kind of yeah. thought they'd go Hughes, but maybe. No, I think Hughes is going one to... Uh, uh, who's the first overall pick? Is it the New doubles. Jersey? Yeah, God, yeah. so Devils are good. So, uh, but yeah. well, I guess,
2: yeah, you're right, because Hughes is kind of... Already accepted that he's going to New Jersey, right? I
0: think so. Yeah. yeah so Rangers are gonna be scary next year. They got a lot of young forwards for sure. Their goaltending, obviously with Lundqvist aging, they need to kind of shore up bad. that. Gorgiev, I don't know if he's the answer. New
2: uh, York. Yes.
0: <laughs> so uh what a guy. What a man. He he didn't he make 50 saves on the on the uh, Maple Leafs? I don't know. The Rangers Sunday were night hockey. Terrible last year. I, I didn't watch. I don't know. It was Sunday night hockey. Uh, you don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Fairweather Maple Leafs fan. Um yeah, NH- <laughs> NHL draft. We talked about that. Uh Capo Caco and Jack Hughes lead the pack. After that, it's kind of a, a toss up. I think number 3 is pretty well locked. I think Bowen Bo Byram, like the, by the Hubs, Vancouver sure. Giants WHL product. Yeah, I think he's going to Chicago. Like they, need, really? they need help. They do need yep. defensemen, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and Byram's just insane. Another he's local, so kind of local kid, uh, Dylan Cousins at the Lethbridge Hurricanes. He's projected around the five-six range. Probably I goes put to him the, as five. Go to the five. The red to the Kings. Kings, Kings at five. Okay. Some uh, people
1: like I, I a lot of people have
0: Hughes, Kako,
1: Byram, and Kirby Doc as your top four. Okay. And then they have Cole Caulfield. uh, Saskatoon, Saskatoon? yeah. 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 And then they have Cole Caulfield from the U.S. development team. Really skilled,
0: smaller forward, right? Yeah, Yeah, he
1: scored like 72 goals. Yeah, crazy. But he's also playing with Jack Hughes. Okay, that'll do it for you. It's still impressive to score 72 times but I mean I feel like if I'm playing with Connor McDavid I'm gonna score 35 so yeah <laughs> like just a stick just a, on the a, for ice comparison player. right stick on the ice this so.
2: mock draft has Hughes going first Caco second Turcotte number three Alex Turcott, yeah and then they have Kirby Dock number four Cousins number five so Byram's out of the top five in that six, mock there's no way going to Detroit, that's I, what I agree have with
1: Lance I think I think uh, there's no way the Hawks are gonna look at a forward and be like that sounds better than anyone <laughs> who can play D and they're looking at the Oilers going after uh, Peyton Krebs okay that's what I would think. Yeah. Yeah, that's not they'll a, just hang out with Kyler Yamamoto and <laughs> yeah. they'll be small and fast and <laughs> Kyler, yeah. the Oilers still won't really oh. get much better
2: do we think, Like, are we pretty sure that uh, Sogard's gonna he's gotta be top three goaltenders going this weekend, or this week, right?
1: I honestly couldn't tell you because I didn't look at the goalies I have no idea who's available. He's a higher-ranked th- goalie. He's a higher-ranked sure, yeah. goalie. I would think he's like a third-round pick. I'm trying to think third, fourth. what
2: what team really that'd would be really I mean, That'd be
0: really good. That'd be a nice little tip of the cap for yeah. St. So yeah. Who would need a goalie? Yeah. Half the teams in the league. I know, and I'm just thinking... Why would Ottawa let go of Hallett when they need goaltending help?
1: Wow. Well, that's for a different day, I think. Yep, that is for a different day. <laughs> we can get into that later.
2: Hey, just while we're on the topic of some junior hockey, why don't we give some love to... Uh, Old former Tiger coach, Cluson uh, going to, uh, where do he go? Kamloops? Kamloops, coaching Blazers. with
0: Daryl Sador. Yeah. Former, he's a Tampa Bay defenseman, Daryl Sador. Did he play in Dallas? Probably. But he also, I think he was a part of the Tampa Bay Lightning 2004 Stanley Cup championship. Oh, was he a part of it oh, You might be right. The, the Calgary Flames, but. So, Cluson going
2: to Kamloops? He also to had Loops. a cup
0: with Dallas. He had to. Good for him, yeah.
2: I can't, I can't wait till we get the WHL schedule. We know when uh, Kamloops is coming to town. That'd be pretty fun. Tip yeah. of the cap
0: to you, Cluson. Congratulations. Yeah. And I don't Good think stuff. it's a
2: surprise. I, I, I think all three of us kind of talked about it. It wouldn't be long until he found himself in Not at gig. all.
0: Not at all. Nope. Just wouldn't a shame take he's got
2: to go to Kamloops.
1: Yeah, yeah, historically and just as a place. I mean, I, have vid- I haven't visited Kamloops very often. Me neither. I'm just assuming that it sucks. Well, if I don't have a reason to go, I'm just going to think the same thing. Okay. That's fair
0: Headed Sorry, to the Blazers We're gonna head to the Diamond now Maybe they'll trade for Ryan Chizowski <laughs> Kamloops Born Who knows Edwin Encarnacion <laughs> Is heading to the New York Yankees Who? Edwin? Who? Edwin All oh, right, yeah, he's that was still a still playing? 36 yeah, he's years still old still mashing bombs 21 homers this year He's the
2: AL leader in bombs
1: right now That's crazy How ridiculous is that? Well, when all you do is sell out Like, yeah What do you mean sell out? Hitting 240 Like, you don't care about anything Other than hitting a bomb Oh, yeah,
2: that's Edwin. That's his life. Yeah. That was Jose Batista too. It's Chris Davis right now, that's not Davis going very his, well. In his 150 average oh. on a good day. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, on a, on a good month. <laughs> yeah. So Edwin adds to a potentially really potent Yankees lineup when everybody's healthy. And Congratulations,
2: back. Yankees. You are going to lead the league in solo home runs. <laughs> that is Boston Red Sox saltiness coming out. Get the out. hell out of here. There who's gonna hit doubles for that team? Glaber Torres, DJ LeMayu. DJ just jacked a bomb tonight. <laughs> well, sorry that he hit a bomb. They're all going to jack bombs. All no one's going to be on base for them. You to sound jack bombs very upset because they're going to get Judge back Sox this weekend. Well. They're going to get Stanton back this week. True. Frazier's out on his ass because he can't catch a fly ball. Like they're, all they're going to do is hit solo home runs. They're, their pitching is horrible, though. They don't have good pitching. The Yankees. What about Tanaka yeah. tonight? You guys were just talking. about yeah, yeah. Tanaka
1: had a good night. The, the Yankees pitching is not horrible. It's not great, and they're not. I mean, it's not Rick just, Porcello, Chris Sale. Stop. Hey, Rick Porcello is a Cy Young Award winner. <laughs> you know what? If wherever you're watching hey, this, get at us on Facebook at uh, facebook. dot com slash on the board podcast. Let us know how overrated you oh, think stop. Rick Porcello is as a pitcher. That's a Cy Young Award winner right there with a career four and a half <laughs> right, ERA. Shut up. A Cy
2: Young Award uh, winner. That was an on absolute
1: asterisk on
2: his mantle piece, There's Speaking a Cy of, Young Award the winner.
0: Asterisk? That's that's a bigger one than the Raptors winning. Uh, uh, how about the Rockies Padres series from this past weekend? Jesse brought that up this morning when we were chatting. Uh, 92 runs in a four-game series. It breaks the record that was set in 1929 for the most runs scored in a four-game series. They were just hitting bomb after bomb. Every game was double-digit runs. It was, it was crazy. Insane.
2: For anyone that complains that MLB is not hitting enough home runs. No one's complaining. Oh, there's people that complain that they're not
1: hitting as many home runs as there's they used to. There's three teams that are going to pass the Yankees home run record that they set last year. Three teams are on pace. If you are complaining about hitting not hitting enough home runs, just stop watching the Jays. You know who's complaining about yeah, it. I was going to say, <laughs> Jays are kind like, of Turn on any other baseball game.
2: No, you know who's complaining about it is the National League because the National League doesn't have the DH. And I don't I'm know sorry, what they're complaining. The DH adds so much more hitting in the game of baseball.
1: Well, obviously. Yeah, but the NL just had two teams that hit 17 bombs in a weekend series. They're not, I don't, I, huh. no one's, complaining. Boom. No one's <laughs> complaining about bombs. I'm actually yeah. getting tired of the amount of people that are hitting home runs. I love
2: it. I wish. You like a more pitcher's battle duo? Well, I just, it's just getting to be too much. Yeah. I love me a good pitcher's duo, but I mean, you got to have some home runs in there. It makes it exciting. Some. Like, Hunter Renfro is on for
1: 50 home runs. 90% of people don't even know who Hunter Renfro is. Who the hell
2: is that? Is he related to
1: Brad? Might be. Brad Renfro? I don't know. They they might be cousins. Hunter Renfro is an outfielder for the San Diego Padres. Well, he's hitting San Diego Padres. No one gives a shit about the San Diego. Yeah, Padres. Yeah, but he's hitting in Petco Which is a tough place to hit and he's on pace for 50.
0: This is a problem as a Charlie Blackman fantasy owner I'm not gonna <laughs> complain about Coors Field at all You probably not so I wouldn't either yeah. any other fantasy
1: takes you have before oh, the day is done. We can yeah. get there We'll get there. okay. What is this keys to the game? <laughs> true
0: <laughs> true <laughs> Buy, buy, buy! Uh, <laughs> sell, sell, sell! Good, uh, good reference there. I like it. <laughs> Tip of the cap. Uh, let's shout out some local content. Nat Mavericks. Quickly, uh, they had themselves a forgettable week. Uh, 0-6 Ugh. on the week. Uh, heading back to last Tuesday, they were outscored 54-21 in the six games. And that was all relief pitching. Not, I, I've was heard it? that. They get the about five innings, and then the starting pitcher starts to fade, and then the. What did you have written down? And then I'll run through the. Uh, yeah, just five of the now. next six games are at home. They face Lethbridge, Okotoks, and then three games versus Edmonton. And I just want to shout out the lone bright spot uh, was oh. local boy Nolan Radeye. Beauty uh, yeah. he hit 409 this week with two runs an RBI, four walks, only two strikeouts, and another two stolen bases. So shout out Nolan at this Radai. rate. He you needs gonna put to him on your 600. fantasy team? Yeah, if he was eligible, <laughs> sure. I need that batting average. That's yeah, good.
1: I believe it. I believe it. This is what's nuts. So. Tuesday, June 11th, they lose 12 nothing at home. They give up nine runs in the eighth. It was 3 nothing heading into that inning. Wow. They gave cool. up a nine spot. Very cool. next night, they give up six in the seventh. Two days later, they give up a walk-off two-run shot in Weyburn. They follow that day up by uh, giving up 12 runs in the eighth inning. <sighs> so it just because seems like there's do. that
2: one inning that really just bites them in
1: the ass. It's the last third of the game. And it is not when you want to be giving up crooked numbers, let alone double digits.
2: Yeah. My goodness. Can't stop the bleeding. How about those Weyburn Beavers, though? They started like 0-2. They won 14 straight. Have they really? Yeah, they're like 14-2 wow. right now. Is that where
1: Angelton Simmons played once upon a time? Is it? Los Angeles Angels? Yeah. Short uh, shortstop? shortstop? Yeah, oh, really? he, he played in the Wimble back in the day. No kidding. But I don't remember what team he
0: played on. That... No, the Regina Red Sox. Okay. Dang. That's pretty good. Go Red Sox. I've got to cheer over there. Yeah. Fist pump. Um, U.S. Open talk. We gave our picks at the end of last week's episode. None of us were correct. Uh, congratulations to Gary Woodland. I was Ooh. close. You did have Kefka for mm-hmm. going second. Uh, I did. What a run kepka has been on, i got to say. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. Is that the
2: guy who won't kiss his girlfriend on TV? That, that's yep. exactly what it is. Yep. That's... <laughs>
1: That like, guy's a beauty. He just walks around with a yeah, heater yeah. in for eighteen yeah. holes, and he's come out and said like he gets bored between hole five and thirteen. I don't know if that happens in every tournament, but the majority of the ones he plays in. He's that's just why he's robot. He just, yeah, that's why he's not very good when it's not a major, because <laughs> he just doesn't care. But Gary Woodland had an absolute round, just really consistent, absolute tournament. It's so wrong solid. to say I
2: don't know who that guy is. Never heard of him before. I don't, nah, he's been no, around for a while. We really haven't either.
1: Okay. He's ninth in FedEx Cup points, for what it's worth. I mean, he was twenty
0: fifth in the world, so he's. He's not a no-namer, but he's also not top 10. So.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, he's, he's I don't know, decent. I think he was like 0-7 when leading after three days heading into
2: Sunday. Is that his first major he's ever won? Yes. Yes. That's oh, his first good. tournament in the PGA, I believe. He's getting paid. 2.2 2 million, I heard, the purse Whoa, was for, really? for first yeah. place. So Something dang. like that. That's
0: like, I think it's a, the all-time record now. Like, that's the biggest purse in... Uh, it's a decent weekend. That's yeah, a Good weekend. on you, so, uh, Jesse. You brought up the Women's FIFA World Cup. I guess we'll just shout out Canada. First off, they're up two nil uh, or two and zero, not two nil. That's <laughs> the game score. But two and zero in their first game. You tried two games. so damn hard yeah. to be proper, uh, though. Yeah, I tried. Not, I'm yeah. not uh, British or English or whatever it may be. Two nil. I just want you to keep digging. Um, yeah, yeah, go on. Dig that hole. They play the Netherlands on Thursday morning. The so, Dutch. Uh, go. It's go a big Canada. game. Canada, but you wanted to talk about the uh, United States players' reactions against their uh, foe, Thailand, in their thirteen nothing game a little while well, ago. Well,
2: yeah, it, this happened a little bit ago, so we're a little behind the times. But what are your thoughts on them showboating when they're up thirteen nothing? Because I understand three nothing, four nothing. You're going to be excited. It's the World Cup. I have a problem when you start hitting that 5-6, 7-8, 9-10 to 13 nothing, and you're still showboating. That's a slap in the face to Thailand. Depends
1: on who scores. I only have problems with Alex Morgan. Who has, like, I don't know, 106 goals, I think it is, international? Five times. Yeah.
2: Like, but I, if stop. you're going to score your very first World Cup goal, I understand. Be excited. Yeah. You don't have to rub it in their face, though, and slide down on your knees and say, yeah. like yeah, that. That's a well, that's little more. That's what much. I mean. You that's can do the fist bump. Saying. You could be like, thank you. Yes. Congrats. Yeah. But they were really rubbing it in.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like if you scored your first World Cup goal, then be excited. But yep. if you're Alex Morgan or Megan Orpino, who have, like, over 40 goals each internationally. Stop.
2: Yeah. 100% like, You, you, you yeah. all trash. look like assholes, and yep. not one person outside of the U.S. is now cheering
0: for you. And Morgan tried to defend it on ESPN, uh, saying that you know it was like you said it was kind of like first time players or people that have been uh, training and competing their whole lives and missing out on events and the fact that this there's something to celebrate whether it's 12 nothing or it's one nothing. and I don't agree with that like you said there's a time and a place for it and uh, when it's we'll see what happens when,
2: when the shoes on the other foot because I really hope they get their ass kicked I think 10-0. Karma's going to come
0: back and get them I don't think they're going to win this tournament no
2: there's not I don't think so gonna, I think karma is going to get them and I hope that when they lose they lose this bad
0: yeah no. I hope they don't, but they're probably still the favorite.
2: I, I think you're right. There, they're going We'll see good. if anybody
0: knocks them off. Uh, well said, Here's there, guys. Hoping. Uh, we're coming to that time of the podcast, boys. Yeah. Uh, Jesse loves it. It's a two minutes wrestling segment. I feel like it should be two ish minutes because no one's actually well, timing. I, I timed last week. It was a little over three, so. <laughs> Hold uh, on. Are you I'm really find timing the clock. it? Okay, we're gonna come just... come
2: on. This is I think this is a good conversation to have. Well, then go on before I start the timer. You might because have a little bit of extra time. Go there's ahead. that new wrestling promotion that Cody Rhodes has created called All Elite Wrestling, the AEW, right? Yes. No. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. Is it safe to say because there's been a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of even WWE Hall of Famers saying that AEW is not competition to the WWE, and I. I Listen, they haven't been around for more than a year, but I think that they are
1: Is Burger King competition to McDonald's. Yep.
2: There's your answer. Cuz listen, they just sold out their all out pay-per-view that's going to be happening in Chicago. August 31st. They sold it out. Probably about let's say 11, 12, 13,000 seats, okay? According to Dave Meltzer on Twitter today, Meltzy, 137,000 people were on that website trying to get tickets. How many? 137,000.
1: I've seen more to Garth Brooks concert.
2: <laughs> sure. Have you seen that much for a WWE show? No. No, last time Unless they bailed on us. <laughs> Tell me the last time a WrestleMania went over 110,000 people? I don't know any stadium that can hold that many. Even AT&T in Dallas didn't go 110. They Did went 100, they, can they hold 110? 105 and that ended up being a lie. I think we're arguing semantics anyway. Okay. I I think it's safe to say and I think you're going to see they are when competition. AEW gets that TNT deal they are going yeah. to be competition for wwe and i don't know if they're going to blow them out of the water cuz i think wwe has a nice cushion like they they're they're for the little kids right i think when you're going up against a little kid audience the little kid audience is probably going to win probably but when if you're a real wrestling fan if you've ever seen anything that AEW has done so far it is such good wrestling it's good like, like that, when do you but if they get a tv deal with like tnt they did so the, when are they going to be on? Uh, they're going to be on a once a week. It's going to be a two-hour show. I think they're aiming for a Tuesday or a Wednesday night. I could be wrong. They're not going up on Monday Night Raw yet. They're not going. No, they're not. But if they go on Tuesdays, can they
1: pull from SmackDown? Do you think they can get enough?
2: Because I mean, you're gonna you're gonna the have the thing is it's by that time accessible. SmackDown's going to Fox and Fox is putting it on Friday nights. I guess so. It fills a void. Which I think is going to hurt SmackDown. It's not ideal. Because I'm sorry, but, I mean, for me, I PVR'd anyways, but, you know, teenage me, I'm not sitting down and watching SmackDown on a Friday night when I could be out socializing or doing something else. Is TNA wrestling still a thing? Yeah, they're called Impact, but no one gives a shit. Okay. But there's, I like where you're at. I just I mean, yeah. to throw that they, in there. They, at their heyday, they were really good. They that had good was, They were the number two when I was growing up. They had guys like AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly where I watched them And from. they had great matches. I, it's I, And you guys know me. I I bleed WWE. I love me some WWE. But after this past year of watching AEW, there's two or three or four events that they've had. They've really wrote me in. Like yeah. it, it takes me back... To the Attitude Era, where you, like, a whole pay-per-view. You get that Lucha match with, like, the Cruiserweights. You get that bloody match, that physical match, that match that tells a story. The whole show, I'm in. I'm invested in every match. Yeah, WWE, you're invested in two matches in three hours.
1: Yeah, they're doing a really good job at booking. It's just, like, the the, the one, like, the big question, and you brought it up with, like, Impact. Because WWE was always poaching. Always. Always. And so... It's going to be up to AEW to remain independent and competitive, hundred yeah, percent, and not let their
2: their talent get poached. Hundred percent. They can't go after the the guys that get let go from WWE just because they're a big name in WWE. But not even that. Just like in like for development. Oh yeah. It's like
1: if they're developing talent. Like if they start getting poached by the WWE, then all of a sudden they turn into the newer version of Impact. True. And that's the tough part.
2: And what has been really amazing is that you look at a guy like Goldust, who was in WWE for years and years and years, and all he did was really win a tag team and an Intercontinental title. He asks to leave because for years he wanted to fight his brother, right? He yeah. wanted to fight Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. Vince said, the only way I'll do it is if it's Goldust for Stardust. Yeah. No one cared about No that. one cares. All or nothing, or double or nothing, they go and they have a match, and it was probably a 21-minute amazing story. Mm-hmm. One of the best gold dust matches I've ever seen in my life. Then you look at Dean Ambrose, his whole run in WWE, no one cared. He was very vanilla. They didn't help him. They didn't help no. him at all. Then he leaves WWE, becomes John Moxley. Yeah. Goes to AEW, then goes to New Japan, wins the title. He's one of the hottest independent wrestlers out there right now. Easily. Because WWE does not know how to write storylines anymore.
0: Nope. And That's that, true. my friends, is six minutes of wrestling talk with Jesse Christensen. You're welcome. Shut up. I brought the beer. Enjoy it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Still cold. Uh, thanks so much for listening. That's going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, episode 3 is in the books We apologize if it's a little bit longer than 30 oh, minutes stop. Oh stop, don't apologize You know what, things get out of hand
2: and
1: uh, Let us know if you give a damn Because the only person in here that does is Colby
2: Yeah, <laughs> Colby's the one that makes sure it's, we're at 33 minutes we, every uh, He stressed, he was staring out the window Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> he's yeah. like, oh god,
0: we're over
2: Hello We're over darkness, on time We hope friend. you uh, enjoyed this so podcast We're so over on
0: time For Jesse Christensen, oh, Lance Dahl, <laughs> <Unless> Colby <laughs> McKee be mad. Signing off for another week We'll see you next week Oh man Thanks for listening to On the Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on the board podcast.
1: Yes! Yes!